Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter code FACE at checkout. That's harrys.com, code FACE. Enjoy. One of the things you got to do when you're interacting with one another is quit always wearing your emotions on your face. And quit wearing your heart on your sleeve. Have somebody, you know, get mad because somebody spoke to them. I don't need that. I don't come to church for all that. Leaky head. Leaking. If you hear, quit leaking. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about? Well, what was wrong with sister so-and-so today? I you know she just yeah. Nothing. What was wrong with you? He need to preach the word. That's why you can't get the word and it don't work for you because your issues keep. See, see, she spent everything she had on her issues. Meaning when the word was preached to her, it didn't penetrate because her blood wouldn't let it come through. All of her issues kept blocking the word. You praying and fasting and consecrating and nothing's working because your issues are blocking it. Because why would God add super? To your natural mess. Somebody say come to Jesus. Compliment one another ladies. Amen. Especially all the ameners. Amen. Everybody amen. Well I says. Tell a lady. You know I really like your hair. And when she tells you that. Don't think she's trying to comment on the fact that it ain't really yours. She was saying that because she knew this is weak. See, y'all don't want to be real tonight. <laughs> what is she trying to say that for? Does she know I'm having trouble in my relationship? <laughs> leaky head. Because your neighbor said, don't be a leaky head. Don't, don't, do not be a leaky head. Compliment one another. It's amazing. Y'all will listen to the rappers call you all out your name and all this, that, and the other, and don't say nothing about that. You listen to the singers sing all this kind of stuff and cuss you out seven ways from Sunday. And let your children watch it. And your daughters watch it. But because sister so-and-so gave you a compliment, you got a problem with it? That's that's leaky head. That's that's leaky head. Leak, just leaking all out. Just leaking. You ever had tuna? 
that you that is open and you know you're making tuna fish whatever and you you open that but but you got to take that immediately to the trash because it stinks that's what a leaky head is like when your issues are leaking out on everybody it stinks and you think everybody else is the problem and god is saying you the one smell like tuna Self-esteem. Let's come to Jesus, ladies. Come on. Come on. Well, y'all ain't getting hyped now. Y'all ain't shouting no more. Y'all ain't shouting. Where you shouting? I warned you on Wednesday. Self-esteem. Watch this. People with low self-esteem react one of two ways. Number one, they're very prideful and standoffish. See, I can tell when somebody's really got low self-esteem because they, they walk like they are God's gift to everybody. I mean, they float on like clouds or something. They don't even walk regular. They just. I'm going to come to your little daddy's girls. They're like, you doing us a favor or something. <laughs> I have ascended to the high holy hill of the Lord. I'll come down with you regular people. Leaky head. I dare you. Matter of fact. When somebody acting like that, just look at them and say, look, yeah, look, yeah. What's this? <laughs> They're prideful and standoffish. Here's the deal. They hate on everybody else. Person has low self-esteem, they, they, they got a problem with everything everybody else gets. Oh, they got a new car. And they name. Who helped them with that? See, this is too real. Turn around three times. Get in the new car in three days. Let me do it. Mm. The post is just saying, bless the Lord. And then you wonder why everybody talk about you because you talk about everybody. That ain't the devil attacking you. That's you reaping what you sow. Now, that's not to say attacks don't happen in that format and fashion, but 99% of the time is leaky head syndrome. Watch this. Number two, the way they deal with low self-esteem is they're vulnerable to everything. So either they're very prideful, like Adam. That's the nature of first Adam. He's prideful. God asked him, Adam, did you, did you do, do wrong, disobey me? He didn't even answer yes or no. He said, that woman. That's pride. He couldn't even admit his mistake. He never would have lost his position had he repented. Because God didn't demand perfection. He, de- he demanded faithfulness. You hear what I'm saying? So either they're very prideful, very standoffish, or two, they're vulnerable to everything. They're addicted to the applause of people. And they're addicted to affirmation. Tell me I did a good job. Tell me that you like my hair. You don't like it? Okay, I'm going to change it. What you want me to do? And they get addicted to people. And they got all these people issues. And again, they spiritualize that issue. That see, I'm just, I'm touched and the Lord's anointing me. So I don't, people don't get me. No, you don't get yourself. Y'all ain't talking. I said, y'all ain't talking. No shouting, huh? They become codependent 
on the very dysfunction they hate. They become codependent on the very dysfunction that they hate. So you hate the dysfunctional man in your house because of what he does, but yet you're addicted to him. Good place to say preach, Bishop. Preach, Bishop. I understand that's not the case with everybody. Y'all understand I'm using examples and analogies. You please understand that. Don't be going, because the Denver folk is different. Girl, Bishop was saying leave. <laughs> Bishop ain't said nothing like that. Bishop said, do the word. That's what Bishop said. You understand? But, but hear me. You become codependent on the very thing you don't like. So you don't like the fact that your mother is very critical with you and criticizes everything you do, yet you always call her to get her affirmation. I'm teaching real better than y'all saying amen. You don't like the fact that that friend that you got that y'all came up together and you mad that she got a little bit further than you did because you were supposed to outdo her because you was voted most likely to succeed and she was voted most likely to be nothing and yet she's succeeding and you ain't doing nothing. And you hate that, but yet every time you see her, you put on a front for her so that she thinks you really got it going on. And she's looking saying, I know you got leaky hair syndrome. You, you hear what I'm saying? Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. You hear what I'm saying? Look at somebody say, don't leak. I'm about to because this is looking a little rough. Looking a little rough. When you have low self-esteem, neither one of those responses is right. And here's the deal what many women want. Many women just want affirmation. They just want to be told who they are. And the reality is, is that a woman gains her identity from her father. So if that relationship's messed up, then she'll be, have no identity. So let me speak to you tonight and tell you, you are affirmed by God. Let me tell you, you are valuable to God. Let me tell you, God didn't forget about you. You're not just another number to him. You're not just another member to him. God says, you are important to me because I saved you from a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff you went through that should have killed you and should have took you out, but you made it through that stuff. That bankruptcy should have knocked you out, but you made it through. Losing that car should have knocked you out, but you made it through. Losing that crazy joker, but you made it through. Sometimes you got to break free, Tina. Say, I'm a, I'm a survivor. You better recognize who you are. Look at your neighbor and say, you don't know who you're sitting next to. You, you have no clue who you're sitting next to. God saved me from all of that stuff. You used to be strung out in the world, but God saved you for a specific purpose and a specific reason. You don't know who you sit next to. See, if you judge somebody by where they're at now, you'll miss the hidden potential inside. You hear what I'm saying? Watch this. We're going to deal with two more areas. Watch this. Relationships. So what I just do, I just gave you affirmation from God. Don't you be looking to agree with flesh to try to get affirmed. I just want a man to just tell me that he loved me. Read the book. The book says, I loved you so much I gave my only son. I just want to, you know, I just want to cook for him and do for him. Cook for you. You don't cook for yourself. 
making pop tarts and stuff. What you? <laughs> Say issues. <laughs> We're about done, ladies. If you're single, stop trying to get an agreement with flesh. Let me tell you, let me just, we're being real tonight, right, ladies? So I'm a man, I'm going to tell you, here's the deal. Men can smell desperation a mile away. And you call it, you know, he loved me or this is the one. You've known him for 17 minutes. (laughs) The Lord showed me in a dream. Baby, you ate too late. That's what that was. You had indigestion. Take some Tums. Y'all ain't going to talk. If you work all of your life trying to get in agreement with flesh, you will never be in agreement with God. And the worst thing you can do as a woman that's serving the Lord is try to get linked up with a man that's not prepared for you yet. He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. Please understand, but if a man is not ready to handle you and you get into a relationship prematurely, it could have been that God had wanted you to be with that one, but it wasn't the right timing. And so you're trying to rush stuff, talking about this is the seven-month plan. We just know. Ain't no need waiting. We just know. No, you just, there's a word for that, but I'm being polite. Start with an H, end with a Y. I'm real, ladies, because I'm sick of women in the church getting with these losers and then getting to go through an 18-month repentance process and all of that. If you just agree with God and stop trying to agree with flesh. We fall down, but we get up. Quit falling. Quit, quit tripping. Just stop. Y'all ain't going to talk to me tonight. I'm sorry, ladies. This is too real. Amen. Back to our regularly scheduled program tonight. So if you're a single woman, listen, you get you together first. Some of you don't even know if a man was to ask you about yourself. You wouldn't even know what to tell him. What's your favorite color? Um, Pink. You, you don't even know. You don't even know yourself. What's your favorite food? You know. You know, I just, I just like all food. No, you are lying. No, you don't eat nobody's tater salad. You just be lying. It's quiet in here, ladies. I said it's quiet in here, ladies. You get in agreement with God so you know who you are so a man don't have to come and tell you because you know. And that way you'll stop being codependent on a man trying to find out who you are. Say, get in agreement with God. Now listen, if you're a married woman, watch this. Now, let me say this. No beating, no cheating, no cussing. Them three is all immediate outs. Let me repeat them just in case you didn't hear them. No beating, no cheating, no cussing. Because verbal abuse is just as bad as physical abuse. And stop spiritualizing it. I'm going to go back to that movie, What's Love Got to Do With It? You remember the scene? He drags her back in the room and beats her. And then what does she tell her dancer girl? She says, listen, he's just going through a lot right now. Well, he should have leaked out on something else. 
Let me say that again, women. That is never the will of God for you ever. You hear what I'm saying? <laughs> Come on, my dear. Never ever. What's this? <laughs> now, let me tell you, married women, you can't change him, so stop trying. And I know when you married him, you had all these plans. You had all this for him. We're going to do this, we're going to do this, we're going to do this. And about a few months of the marriage, you found out none of that's going to happen. Here's the reason why. God says, before I'll do anything to him, you need to change. So you stop trying to change him. You do what you need to do and let God deal with him. Because remember, God's over him, not you. It's quiet in the house. It's quiet in the house. I said, it's quiet in the house. You cannot change anybody. As a matter of fact, the more you try to change a man, the worse it'll get. Because remember, we just came to Jesus and we saw that the wife doesn't have authority over the husband. So you let God deal with him. You're not, you're not talking. Because God can change him. And God will change him in the middle of the night while you, matter of fact, you got some issues going on, go get you some anointing oil out the resource center and just, just put it on the bed and put it, just anoint him while he sleeps. He wake up, what is all this grease on my face? I was working on you in the middle of the night because I can't change you, but I know somebody that can change you. Y'all ain't talking to me. Put anointing oil in his coffee. I'm serious. He won't know the difference. Cook, 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 cook with a no, no. It is oil. Bishop, you can't do that. Yes, you can. It's a point of contact. You hearing what I'm saying? Let God change him. You hearing what I'm saying? Last thing. Children. Stop making them the victims of your problem with yourself. Stop making your children victims of your issues with yourself. Bishop, what do you mean? Uh, if I look at the way a parent cheats a child, I can tell you what it is that the parent's lacking. And what happens is if you give to your children what it is you never had, then you'll be fulfilled. So if you never got love, then you give the most love you can give to your children and you'll be fulfilled. If you never got affirmation, every time you see them, especially your young daughters, you got to tell them, baby, you're beautiful. Son, you're smart. Quit calling them stupid and dumb and all that. And then you wonder when they act like that. You call it into existence. Bishop, I don't do that. But you thought it. And the Bible says, as a man, so, and since you have authority over your children, what you speak and declare about them will be reality for them. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Encourage your children. I know they may mess up sometimes, but encourage them. Love them. And coming to church ain't optional. They just didn't feel like, it. But, you know, it's a different time we live in, but, you know, Big Mama said, children ain't got feelings or emotions 
or business. She said, their business is what I tell them their business is. Now, that's just, that's just, how I, that's just for me. I, you, know, you do it how you want to do it. I'm just telling you, that's how it, it was for me. And it worked. I said, it worked. Watch this. Give your children love and structure. Especially single parents, because I know there's lots of single women. Love is not blind. I ain't even ever read that in there. Love is not stupid. I never read that in there. Love is comprised of two things, compassion and truth. You got to give them love, but at the same time, you need to give them structure. Structure just really means what? Discipline. See, if they get to talk to you any way they want to, you, you, you hear what I'm saying? If they, if they get to say whatever they want, or let me deal with blended families. If they have to obey one but not obey the other. If you got them kind of issues going in your house, you're raising a criminal. A smooth one at that. You give them structure. Meaning, listen, it's all right to have a plan for the day. I listen to little, little Tyrone, little, little Jimmy, little Chris, whatever. Listen. At this time, we're going to do this. 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 Mama, I just want to live on the edge. I just want to have a fun time. If you don't teach them how to plan now, when they grow up, they're going to be dysfunctional adults. And they're going to have to learn those skills, but it, they'll learn it after five or six jobs they got fired off of. Say, so give them love. Give them structure. In your finances, that's what we're going to deal with tonight. Make a budget. Nobody said nothing. I know you think the back of the envelope your cash is in when you got your check cashed is the budget writer. Okay, let me, make, let me say that again because maybe y'all didn't get it. So you get your check cash and the envelope they give you your money in, the back of that. Okay, this is, this is rent, this is this. That. That's not a budget. I'll come down just to. That's, that's not a budget. <laughs> if you don't know what you're going to do with your money until the day you get it, wow, that's why. You always need a miracle breakthrough. You always need the Lord to show up and show out in a mighty way. How about we walk in the blessing so we don't need a miracle? So, so I'm doing what tonight? Practical. Go home. Get on that computer that you have used. You prayed and asked the Lord, Lord, I need a computer. Got one. You don't even want to turn the thing on. You still using dial-up. Talking about AOL. Welcome. <laughs> Who use AOL anymore? Okay. Get on Microsoft Excel or Microsoft Works, or if you have an Apple, whatever they have, and make a budget. If I make this much, I can only spend this much. Ain't no such thing as, 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 as well, I'm going to just trust the Lord because I'm going to overspend. 
Because my budget, you know, you lose your budget. Stop spend, Stop carrying cash all the time. That's why you spend it so quick. You be in the mall, didn't intend to buy nothing and leave broke. Because you got cash, right? You're going to think twice before you go charge $1.74. You need to be saving money every month. You need to get a book, get in your finances, or it'll help you with all that. But stop leaving stuff up to, Lord, we're just waiting on a supernatural blessing. Walk in the blessing. Because if you can't be a steward over your 32, 5 a year now, you will not be a good steward over double that or triple that. And if you're asking God for millions and all that, why would he give that to you? Because the lady say, make a budget. Make a budget. And he, now here's the deal. Then you got to stick to it. You, you actually have to read it and look at it. Because here's the deal. Let me just, let me, can I tell you a secret about finance? I'll tell you a secret about finance. What you make doesn't belong to you. Number one, as a Christian, it belongs to the Lord. But number two, from a, from a realistic standpoint, it goes to pay all them people you owe. And what you really made is what you kept. Or what you sowed. That's what you made. What you kept and what you sowed. And if you're smart, you'd be doing a lot of sowing if you got a lot of debt. Because God's formula is, want to get out of debt? Give. Want more money? Give. Luke 6.38, give and it shall be given back to you. Not pray for money, he said give. Not ask for a breakthrough, he said give. Well, it's just hard trusting the Lord. That's why you broke. That's why, that's, that's, why, that's why you operate under the curse of the first Adam. What did the Bible say about the first Adam? He, he would have thorns and thistles. You know what thorns are in that context in Genesis? It's issues of life. God's curse to the first Adam. He said, Adam, you're going to work real hard, but all your issues are going to steal from you. But I think there's some ladies tonight that have said enough is enough. It's a new year, and I'm making some changes in my life. And I'm not waiting on a miracle. I'm going to walk in the blessing. Look at a lady say, I'm not waiting on a miracle. Tell them I'm going to walk in the blessing. Hallelujah. Now, listen, ladies. Are you ready for the biggest piece to this? It's real simple. I'm out of time. So you're going to have to get it next, daddies, girls. Stand to your feet, everybody, tonight.